I'm Caleb, and this is a very special crossover episode of the Air of Grievances podcast, baby! So like I said, this is kind of a crossover episode here. Um, a very, uh, to me, a very special episode because I I did, I'm not going to even say an interview. I'll call it a conversation with my brother Nate Rowe, the only one of my four younger brothers who I've not actually had on my podcast yet. And so Nate and I um, actually used to do a podcast together, my first ever podcast. Uh, I do, I now have seven podcasts that I produce. This was, this was my maiden voyage, popping my cherry. Uh, it was called Bipolar Agnostics, and it was kind it was absolutely, 100%, the predecessor to Air of Grievances for me. It was uh, Nate and I both discussing our deconstruction, and, you know, to, to an extent, our deconversion from evangelicalism and, more broadly, Christianity. And, uh, if, you, if you want any more insight, or if you enjoy this conversation at all, if you want to peek into, I guess, the initial turning that I had in my worldview and belief system, then I absolutely a million percent recommend that you check out Bipolar Agnostics, which is still on iTunes, and actually now it is also on Spotify, Stitcher, Pippa, um, you know, and of course iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. So check out Bipolar Agnostics on iTunes actually helps us in our ratings. A little bit of our insider plug for you. But I'm not going to waste any more time. Here we go! She's not a putter. Well, she doesn't believe in the moon landing, though, right? Well, she says she's not entirely convinced. Hmm... Well, tell me more about this flat earther. I'm recording right now, by the way, and I want to... Oh, you are? Yeah, I just started. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, well, she's not actually a flat earther, but... Well, she's, I uh, think she is. I should watch... Well, she's open to uh, watching videos, apparently, that would potentially disprove her belief. I honestly don't know TBH. That's what she said. She said TBH? Yeah, to be honest. Oh, she said, I, I honestly don't know TBH. Wait, did she actually say well, that? Well, I've never been to the moon, you know? What can, what can I say about that? I've never been there. Yeah. I can't disprove the idea that it's a, a big ball of cheese. Yeah, I don't think they've ever let us eat any of it. That's true. Yeah. actually find out. They'd make a pretty dope sandwich, though. Like, what about a grilled moon cheese sandwich? Yes. How much would yes. you pay for that? That is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You have to actually go gather it yourself, though, to have the experience be truly Well, what if you go to a restaurant and they claim that they have a moon cheese sandwich? How much would you pay for that? Um, well, I don't know. I guess they need the... I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust them. Actually, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would pay up to 175 dollars uh, on the guarantee that it's really moon cheese, but I, I wouldn't be trusting them. Considering it was faked, I guess you know. That yeah. Really if I knew it was real, I'd pay 
$819. If it was verifiably real. <laughs> okay. What would you pay? <laughs> um, You know, I don't think I'd risk that entirely. You wouldn't risk it ever? No. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we transition into the conversation of agnosticism. How can you ever know? How can you ever know that the cheese in your sandwich is really from the moon? Oh, God, you were trying so hard. (laughs) (laughs) That was pathetic, right? That was. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to be smooth. (laughs) I didn't realize that you were actually recording. I told you. I told you I was, like, a couple minutes ago. Yeah, well, I did. I did know after you told me, but. The initial, like, right when I called you, we didn't even I wasn't even recording right when you called me. I just started recording when we started talking about the flat earth girl that you're crushing on super hard. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah. Okay. I thought you just, like, right off the bat. So I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. I'm not that sneaky, but I am a little bit sneaky. (laughs) And another girl, uh, she has... Well, I've seen people with, like, age... Uh, not age, uh, height requirements, minimums. Uh, oh, this right. girl's pretty tall, but she doesn't have one. I, I asked her if she was one of those girls, and she mm. said no question mark. So I guess it's not very. How that tall? Very smooth to me. I don't know. She didn't tell me. She said she's taller than me, though, and I'm five ten. Yeah, you're taller than I am. And I have this picture of this girl like standing by a fence, and then there's another girl with her, and there's a tall girl, and she's like a head taller, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure though what references or anything. I don't know. It's kind of hot. It's like kind of a weird. Like uh, kinky gender role reversal when when you're with a chick that's hot that's like a lot taller than you. I, I've, I've been with some tall chicks and it's I don't know it, it adds a, a perspective because I'm so short. I'm only five eight and a half nine. So most people, are, most women, I mean, are pretty short on average. Shorter than men, yeah, on average. It's just yeah, I don't know how I would feel about that. I guess it's kind of dope. Walking around with a tall chick, which is probably yeah. sexist in in itself to say, <laughs> in a strange way. Yeah, I, I guess I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't. It's well. There's just what you prefer, and then there's there's not you know like you're being sexist against them because they're taller than you. Just right, you right. Prefer, prefer someone that's shorter. The idea that it might be at all attractive or kinky or whatever to be with someone who a woman oh. who is taller than you could be interpreted as a, a little bit sexist I suppose yeah I guess that's true but yeah. the taller the more dim dim thick thighs they got okay <laughs> thick AF as they say online <laughs> I've learned so much lingo from being on Tinder and other similar yeah. apps so it's thick AF it's not T-A-F it's no, it's T H I C C. T H I C C. Yes. Well, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that that that's how Muslims spell it. Actually, I would probably say that's thisk as fuck. If I had to guess. Yeah, I don't know what they're really going for. I don't know what's so unique about that. Yeah, two C's. I don't know. Thick AF. What other words have two C's in them? No, not success. Success, good. Yeah, it's a it's a cusa. Success. Uh, process. No, no, no. Uh, how'd you pull success out of your ass so quick? Did you just shit out <laughs> some success? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty good. 
if you have another double C word that you did not Google, tweet at us, hashtag double C, which is probably going to overlap with some sort of a bra uh, promotion. <laughs> you know, it just depresses me that I can scroll on this long for about how many women I've messaged and how none of it has gone anywhere. Yeah. What did you think about that uh, that catfish uh, conversation that I, I texted you earlier today? Oh, yeah. I have to, like, reread that because I was like... Isn't that weird? I didn't really know. Oh, you sent me another thing. I didn't realize you sent me one. I only read the first one. I sent you the two-parter because I couldn't fit the whole thing in one screenshot. Oh, I only read the first one. Yeah, when it ends, I just start getting super sarcastic. I'm I'm gonna be straight to you. I don't want to play games. There's so many guys waste my time from this site. Yeah, a little of the English could be a little weird. Uh, I'm just looking for someone enough to rape me on my page. To enough rate. to rape me. Rate, not rape. Rate. <laughs> I didn't say rape. I was trying to say rate. <laughs> enough to rate someone. Enough to rate. Yeah, that doesn't make sense in English. It doesn't make any sense. Tomorrow and I. And then read. Can you let's hear you do a theatrical performance? Could you read my response? So be be her in character as a catfish, and then read my responses, and and let's let's hear a little radio play of of this performance of our conversation. Okay, hello right. there, and action. Hello there. You have to do the whole thing by yourself. Oh, I, I thought you were going to be you. You said no. You're both parts. Oh, it's hello there. Hey. No, you have to change you? voices. You have to change voices. Oh. You have to get in character. Well, I don't know what she sounds like. I have to look at her face. I don't either. She's got a, she's got a tiny face. And on this action. God, hello I don't, I don't know how this woman sounds. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, I don't either. Hello there. Hey. How are you? I'm, I'm good. What's you, what's you up to? I'm just chilling in a bit. And you, what? I'm just chilling in a bit. I'm <laughs> just chilling in a bit. <laughs> yeah, same hanging with my roommate. Nice. Did you read my Did you read my first message? Yup. So it's your day off, and you made that message for your page. LL, sorry, trying to follow. Misspelled stuff on purpose. Nice kill. Hello there. Hey, how are you? I'm good. What you up to? We started I'm over. Why'd you start over? Oh, you sent me the same one. No, wait, wait. There are two of them oh, in a row. Okay, you're doing both of them. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh, you just scrolled down. It didn't fully fit it. That's I'm my sorry. Fault. I went to the second one. That's why I started reading that. I gave you a bad copy. I gave you a bad script. That's yeah. my fault. So, do you read my first? Uh, from the oh, top. Sorry. From the top. Yeah. No, no, no. From, from, the, <laughs> from the auto-generated message. <laughs> oh, God, the fat one? Yes. And action. I don't want to play games. There are so many guys waste my time from the site. I'm just looking for someone enough to rate me on my page to have my day off tomorrow. And I am willing to meet you later and do the real thing. If you're interested to help me, we can be friends. FWB. Maybe hit me up, number. Don't read the number. Hey, how are you? I'm good. What's you up to? Just chilling in a bit. And you? <laughs> yeah. Same hanging with my roommate. Nice. Did you read my first message? Yep. So it's your day off. And you made that message for your page. LOL. Sorry. Trying to follow you. Yes. I need a rate to get my off. <laughs> Can we talk there? 
and I can show you all you want, all you to, want see. to see. <laughs> you need a rating on your profile? Dope. <laughs> the end. End scene. Nate, thank you for doing that. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my god. Uh, I'm laughing too hard because that was really the first read. <laughs> yeah. You've never seen the script before. <laughs> but you definitely got a call back. You're definitely. I'm going to go ahead and tell you you're hired. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Holy shit. But reading that out loud, like how little sense does her vocabulary make? Yeah, I started stumbling because I didn't know what I was saying. You know, I was like, she didn't shit. know what she was saying. She just Google translated from Ukrainian <laughs> to English. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! Yeah, I got oh, another one. I got was plenty of fish. I was first when I went to this all black wedding. Uh, the one white husband and one of the black coworkers I was with there. Uh, he he was like, "Hey, we need to get on." He, he suggested plenty of fish, so I ended up getting that one for oh, uh, nice. dating men. He was trying to get me to like go out with dance women women and dance on the floor with them there and stuff, and it was. There's this one guy that was really drunk, and he was like, man, he made so obvious I was the only white guy there. He was like, man, I love women of all races, black, white, Mexican. I don't care. I like all of them. I'll go to the club, and I'll dance with them. And it's so great, man. We're just, we're just all the same, man. We're just all equal, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. But he kept going on about it for a really long time. Yeah. In my experience, when someone tries really, really hard to convince you of a, an attribute about themselves – it's because it's not true, and they're trying to like convince themselves that it's true by virtue of convincing the rest of the world. Oh if someone keeps telling you, oh man, I'm so well off, I'm so rich, I'm so paid, I'm so paid, I'm made, I'm money, and then it's because they're fucking not. It's because yeah. they're, they're lying. Because I've met some really, really rich motherfuckers, and they don't even mention money ever. But if someone comes comes out to me telling telling me talking about like how rich they are and how well off they are, I know that they're bullshitting. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting. Something to think about. Well, this guy, I don't know. I I feel like if you're just, if you're trying to project one thing to the world, it's because you don't believe it yourself, so you want everyone else around you to to well, believe. Well, this guy it was like in his fifties and still single, and I, I'm pretty sure he just like when he was out there on the dance floor and stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure he. And I feel like he does go to the clubs and actually do that. I actually believe it. I, I know him saying it out loud. Obviously, had there's some purpose for him saying that. Right. But I still think he actually. I don't think he actually was racist. Oh, I'm not saying he's racist. I'm yeah. just saying that he's trying to convince people of something for a reason. Yeah, yeah, for a reason. Yeah. He's not actually uh, trying to fake it or whatever. Fake I, I it till you make it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for. Uh, confirming that one yeah no problem uh some of these women ghosting me i just wish they would respond so yeah dating apps um what percentage i'll answer this as well i'm not just setting you up what percentage of the time when you even message someone do you get a even a response i'm not even saying that it ends up somewhere other than just texting but but i want to know I want to know how many times they actually end up because the only person I ever met was, you know, Carrington, my last girlfriend. And, mm-hmm. that. and that was the only person that you actually met up with? Well, there's one other person, but they were kind of a catfish. I only saw them once. But yeah, in my first like, year of trying, she was the only one I met up with and she became my girlfriend. Mm. 
You, and, within uh, within a literal year, you were actually on there for twelve months, and that was the only person that you had success with. Uh, I mean, I've done on and off for a few years. That would probably add up to a year, but yeah, I would okay. really say so. Wow, yeah, I would. Yeah, that says a lot. It goes through my periods, but but yeah, definitely, it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous how hard it is actually to meet. And oh my god, all the women that want to verify your age with like a credit card on a site, no. Ooh, I've not experienced that. Oh, dude, I've experienced like it literally. That was that's what's gone in the way of like all of my potential hookups, all of them. Like I, I literally mean, I literally mean hundreds. I, I have hundreds of times been not been able to see a woman because like it needs your credit card on the site to prove your age or whatever. The and, fuck? Yeah, they're asking for your actual credit card. That sounds like a fucking scam, bro. I know. I have hundreds of documented instances of this. <laughs> Um, you might be like way more in debt than you realize if you're giving out your <laughs> fucking credit card number to try to get dates. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Ugh. Yeah, I've never heard of that, man. I've never had that experience. I've not had a lot of luck with online dating, but I've never had someone ask me for my fucking credit card. One time, a girl, the first time I was ever catfished, and this is when I kind of started sniffing it out and realizing, okay, these are the signs, these are the warning signs. This girl said because at the time I still identified on my on my profile as Christian and so she she just like straight kind of like like a, a heat seeker missile went towards that and was like oh I'm a missionary and I just all I need is a laptop computer while I'm overseas in Africa so that we can keep communicating with each other because I think you're a really solid person so if you could just send me $900 I can buy this oh. computer Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? I said, <laughs> literally, my response was, you're barking up the wrong tree here. I th- This is a quote from the email. I don't remember the whole thing, but I know I said, you're barking up the wrong tree. Um, if you're looking for somebody with some extra money to spare, I'm not the guy for you. And then she just never responded again. <laughs> and that, that's, what, that's without getting to know you? Yeah, like that was about three messages in. She was like, I love your profile. I'm so glad that you're a man of God, whatever, whatever. You know, and I, I, I still, I don't have a problem identifying as Christian. Um, I, I'd probably just as confidently identify as atheist or agnostic or something like that. But um, but that's when I was still, you know, like that was my primary right. uh, identifier. Yeah, that is pretty ridiculous. What's your, how do you identify? Do you, How do you feel about Christianity right now? To kind of shift gears, pretty much, yeah, definitely an atheist. But yeah. I, I did want to say one more thing on that. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, topic. of course. I'm sorry. Uh, I have had. I don't know. Apparently, I have like weird luck with men or something. Because this guy in this, the Philippines that's gay, and he's like really crushing on me, and we we video chatted, and he, uh, I don't know, told me how to say like I love you in his language, and. I don't know. He, he he said he'd help like make me come out of of the closet or something. I don't know. I've had sex with a man in my dreams, not in real life, but in my dreams for some reason. Okay. And uh, yeah. it's kind of it's interesting. But uh, this guy, yeah, he he's interesting. And then there was also like that other gay guy in high school who uh, left a note in my locker saying that uh, he'd get over me and it was a broken heart and it was really weird. And I thought it was a girl at first, and then eventually contacted me. So I don't know what I how I have luck with men in these ways, like where I'm literally breaking their hearts without knowing them, or they're saying I love you on their net from the Philippines. And uh, well, man, if if it's under the pretense of a romantic 
exchange, if you video chat him, then on the realness, you're kind of, you know, leading him on by by actually video chatting and, and you know, if, if, it, if it is a site that is even slightly affiliated with dating, then no, by... No, oh, this is on Facebook. This is just some random guy that somehow... Yeah, but you're still video... If you know he's gay... You know he likes you, and you're video chatting him. That's totally fine. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know where I'm at on that. That's totally fine. Yeah. But you have to acknowledge that you are you are teasing him to an extent. You're if you don't have an intention of of anything romantic, you're kind of leading him on. I've just told him like multiple times, like you realize I'm not gay, right? You know, we can be friends or whatever. But there's no like I'm not going to end up being in a relationship with you. I've told him that multiple times. Then why did you video, why did you video chat him? Just because you're so cool? Yeah, just because I'm so cool. It's cool to have a friend. I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. That answers. He my was question. the one. He, I don't know. He was the one who initiated all of it. So I was just like, I went along with it. If he wants to call me and whatnot. Well, yeah. The the I'm just saying the going along with is a leading on. Is all I'm saying. Well, I hope he really doesn't expect it because he lives in the Philippines, you know. Well, yeah, but you know, he. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's. Uh, I've had phone sex and, uh, you know, fucking uh, Skype sex and shit like that. Like that's a real thing. That's true. That, Have you? That would be interesting to try. No, want to try it. You never had phone sex. Obviously, things aren't going well for me. You know. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you've never. I mean, I know you've had. Well, yeah, no, I, I wanted sex. to try recently, you know, like with kind of getting back together with Carrington and then suddenly having to cut off. Like that was that was a fucking great message to receive yesterday. Mm. Are you okay with leaving your ex's name in this recording, or do you want me to to like bleep that out? I don't really care too much because it's her first name; it's not even her last name. Yes, I agree. Yeah, as I long really as you're, cool. I just wanted to make sure that you were cool with it. That's all. Yeah. Because that's just stupid, you know, we we met up like four times, one time she was on her period, we didn't have sex, but we just hung out, and then we had like a lot of sex like all the other times, and everything was going fine, you know, we laughed a lot in person, she was taking like pictures of me the last time and seeing her friends or whatnot, yep. and then just suddenly I get that message like, I think her friend, she said her friend typed the first one, which was a lot meaner, and it was like, I don't think where you get this, I don't know where you get this notion that we're friends, and yada yada yada, but she was like, hey, you just like blew up my phone, you know, the night she was late to the movie and whatnot. And then she said she was blocking me on all the social media and whatnot. That's just, dude, that's just inconsiderate and rude. If if, yeah. so, if a person is going to treat you like that, you're, I mean, either they need some time to fucking simmer and figure out what's going on in their own brains, or you just need to cut off ties. Because where they're at right now, whether or not they can recover from that place that they're at, you don't want to be hooking up with that person in that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. It's just literally the last time we hung out, we're like, you know, we're just, I guess, special friends at this point. But she said, it, you know, special easily. Special friend. Oh, cool. That's very millennial. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you want to say it is. <laughs> special friends. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Friends with, friends with benefits. Special yeah. friends. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Husband, wife. <laughs> fuckers <laughs> yeah but i mean if you're getting intimate like that much and stuff but she said you know if it happened on its, if it happened on its own it could it could turn into a relationship that was the last time we hung out we had the conversation i was like okay cool and next thing i know it's like removed me from snapchat and then she sends me something on facebook like saying all that shit yeah. in my experience when there's 
a sudden like 180 turn like that when there's a sudden like out of fucking from your perspective out of nowhere 180 turn like that just like an about face it's usually because she was talking to her friends who who talked her up into a fury who convinced her about something that she wasn't convinced of before and that's just from my own experience i was about to say that's it because she said her friend typed up that first one because she was ranting to her right I'm, I'm not even like I, I swear to God I'm not even directly addressing your situation I'm just saying that you I'm not gonna say her I'm not even gonna say her first name but you know my, my first serious girlfriend in high school yeah and when we ended up breaking up we were dating for two and a half years and I went to the same college as her I, I kind of chased her down I kind of followed her but when we broke up, all of a sudden, there was a division in our friend group because we were in the same friend group. And it was like, all of a sudden, she started spouting shit at me that seemed to me like it was coming out of f- no fucking where. Just out of uh. nowhere. But it turned out that it was it was just her friends being like, oh, oh, Caleb shouldn't have done this and that. And maybe she was right. Maybe those observations were true. But it just was confusing that it came from a place that I didn't even see it coming from. Like that also like we were like, okay, yeah, maybe we should break up and take some time apart and all of a sudden she's spouting some some malicious shit at me. And then I found out that the reason that was sparked wasn't my own volition, wasn't my own choices or or, or the words I said. It was the fact that her friends were kinda kinda planting some ideas in her head. Not to you know, I mean that's my interpretation. Yeah, that definitely makes sense because her friend typed up that message and she said she had a rant and that's what she summarized it from. So, yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, maybe it's because we met up and she was messaging her friends like those pictures of me or whatever. Maybe that somehow that Whoa, sparked what, a conversation. Whoa, what pictures of you? No, 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 no. No, we were in the car. She just took a picture of me. Like, just, just like took a picture of me driving the car. Well, she took so many pictures of me. She just kept doing it over and over to resend it. That's what I was saying. Make sure it was S. Well, yeah, she was just doing that and sending it to her friends or something, which this isn't me driving, but she just kept taking them like over and over because she had to have the perfect picture or whatever. She she was trying to brag to her friends about me or whatever. And mm. so I guess maybe somehow that initiated a conversation because after that day – might have been the very next day she unfriended me and then a couple days later she finally told me that thing that her friend wrote after she ranted so yeah it's like you said when friends get together and talk about it after you after you guys were uh uh intimate i guess might be the word yep yep Uh, very intimate multiple times yeah (laughs) oh man that's rough dude that's really rough (laughs) yeah Definitely didn't hurt as much as, you know, first time. It's confusing, though. It's like mixed signals. Yeah, extremely. Yeah. It does suck, but, I mean, I haven't cried or anything. So, I mean... I mean, I I cry all the time, so... I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have too, but, uh... I don't know. Just seeing her, like, four times total, I guess, didn't make it all as bad like have a long time for a connection to really be reestablished. yeah was that Who knows? Like, was that closure for you or was it just like reigniting something that shouldn't have been reignited well i think it very easily could have been reignited and worked but yeah. i guess it yeah, yeah. Out in the end. and 
Well, it just kind of sucks to have the excitement and then be let on and then let down. Yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. I mean, it could provide forceful closure over time, but it doesn't mean it's going to be pleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to figure that shit out on your own, though. You gotta. That's that's how you learn those lessons is by going through that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've just never gotten back together with someone. That was the first. Yeah. I'm not. I swear to fucking god, I'm not trying to toot my own whistle. But do you remember how you right when you all started hooking up again? You texted me and you're like, "Hey, how do you feel about this or whatever?" And I was just yeah. like, you know, in from my from my perspective. Whenever I have gotten back with an ex, it it was just us like kind of reliving out whatever we had in the past that we liked. But the fact is, we're still the same people who we broke up with initially. Like, and so we're not. Nothing's really changed. I don't know. That's just my experience. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <clears throat> I can understand that. It doesn't make sense. No, it said does. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's never worked out for you. Not with an ex. I mean, I've had good sex with exes. I've had good friendships with exes, but I had to choose that path before. Like, I, I've never had sex with an ex and then became friends. It was like if we if, if we hooked up again after we'd broken up, then it, it kind of it, it kind of like cessated everything. It kind of broke it all off. But then if I if I like stayed steadfast and didn't have sex with, with an ex even though I wanted to then yeah our friendship is a lot stronger now I I would say just that is just my experience I'm not saying that's how it is for everybody I'm just saying from where I'm at what I've experienced that's the truth like for me anyway okay that makes sense yeah it just kind of sucks because I'm trying to find someone I'm also compatible with but yeah. it's just so hard it's it's so hard to meet women. I uh, I know I know, and that's like I don't necessarily. I, I mean yeah I don't I don't believe in God, as I have always defined God uh, these first twenty nine years of my life. I don't believe in that, but uh, I will I will say that when it comes down to like trying to find a mate or trying to make it happen that you have a family or trying to. You know, to make some shit in your future that you want, like you know, like the the secret, like when you make uh, <laughs> when you make a board of things that you want to happen in your life. I will say that that's for me where the where deity, where the divine, where the sacred comes in, be it God or be it not God. But like that's where it's just like you got to let go of that shit. And if the universe provides for you, take advantage of it. Step up. You know, have have a ball sack on you and do what you got to do. But if you try to force shit to happen, whether or not there is a fucking dictative God overseeing everything, when you try to force shit to happen on your own, it just doesn't work out in, in my experience. And so that that's to me where the idea of God becomes valuable, be it fucking Zeus, be it Yahweh, be it fucking Jesus H. Christ, whatever. Was that too far? Did I go too far? No, that makes that makes sense. But I mean, you can still nah, try. Nah, to... You're saying it doesn't make sense. No, it does. But I, that doesn't mean you can't hop on Tinder. Like I would have never met Carrington and of had course. a relationship if I didn't try in the first place. Yes, I'm saying that you need to exert the effort. But 
if it doesn't happen, then you can't be blaming yourself. You got to be like, oh, the universe didn't want this to happen, or like if 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 it if it's a term that you're comfortable with, God didn't want this to happen. He or she, whoever, you know, like you have to be okay with saying, okay, it wasn't meant to be. At the end of the day, is it, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's some conscious being with a plan for every single human, every single overly evolved primate with this weird lack of of, uh, of hair on our bodies and like a nine month uh, incubation period. But I'm just saying that uh, letting go and letting God <laughs> at the heart of it isn't a bad idea. Uh, all right. Yeah. Just letting go is really what it comes down to because letting God makes no sense. How do you let God? <laughs> yeah. That That's a weak God if you got to let him or her. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, what the fuck ever. A lot of people, though, are all like, oh, it wasn't meant to be and there's destiny and whatnot. And so, yeah, yeah they and, and Carrington was so into those freaking astronomical signs and like Gemini and oh. stuff, and it made sense. But like she, she would give me some examples and be right about it. It was just it was weird. Like me being a Gemini, two face, like bipolar or whatever, and she's bipolar also, and she's five days older than me, and also a Gemini. Yeah, it's weird as shit. But whenever I've dated a person that is the same sign as me, it has never gone well. And yeah. I can't say that that's causation. It may be correlation, but it's it's a weird fucking thing, man. Yeah, that's that's because she was also bipolar, but like type two, I'm type one, but like yes. still she still had the same issue and was unmedicated and whatnot. And like, oh, she was unmedicated. Wow. Yeah, her mom didn't believe in it. She was raised by a single mom. Her dad left. Were they like Christian scientists or something? Like, why, why no. were they not down with medication? Uh, I don't know. She was like, kind of fix your own issues. or didn't want to rely on that. She's seen therapists before, but you know, had bad experiences with them and whatnot. Okay. So I don't know. Oh, that's Just rough. a single mom raising her unplanned first child where the dad ran off. That, I mean, that's shitty. And- yeah. And she, she, I mean, her culture being brought up was different too. Like really independent, like untrustworthy people, more dominant being more dominative it's kind of stereotyping black women but it, it, it is really there there is that different mindset yeah. definitely it's attractive like, i don't need help it's attractive yeah. to uh to some middle class white people like us yeah it was, it was super hot yeah <laughs> because we though i mean we were raised poor we were raised trashy to an extent but at the same time like, mom and dad would have taken out a loan, would have busted their asses just to sustain us financially. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like there was there was a ceiling to where, oh, we're going to be homeless now. Like, yeah. we were poor, but we, we had a safety net of some fabrication. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What do you mean? Candy. German candy. It sounds like toffee or like something. They look like rocks. (laughs) It looks like rocks in a jar. It's candy shaped like rocks in a jar. What's it called? What's the German name? Frankenfurter Meinkaisel. Frankenfurter (laughs) Meinkaisel! 
say it again. Frankfurter Mann Kaiser. Frankfurter Mann Kaiser. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> it sounds mm. very chewy. <laughs> How would you describe Frank Fruit in my case? <laughs> it's diverse to some are chewy, some are chocolate with rock with uh, nuts in them, but they all look like rocks. The fuck? Yeah. Life is like a box of Frank Fruit in my case. <laughs> You never do know what you're going to get. Yeah, I was just watching a Simpsons episode where they spoofed that Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Oh, Forrest <clears throat> Gump. That's what that's from. <laughs> that's where they originated the term Frank Woods. Okay, I'm not even going to... I'm done. I'm just done with that now. Oh, my God. Ugh. I guess it's like a... Mi- Maybe that was an actual mango in there. I don't know. I doubt it. Mm. Germany is not known for their mangoes. It just tastes like those dried fruit that you get covered in something that makes it look like a rock. (laughs) That sounds dope, bro. (laughs) Oh, please share that with me. Have you ever eaten food that had a little bit of dirt or sand in it? No. I have, and it's... I, I. I was starving. I was hungry as shit. We were camping out, and all of the food had a little bit of sand in it. And I, I didn't eat. I had to give it up because I couldn't be, I couldn't be chomping on that sand. It was fucking my teeth up, man. Oh, so I went hungry. That's my sad story. I think you meant like low quality food from Taco Bell, having particles of whatever. No, just homemade. You know, nothing with. Human fecal matter, just like you know, homemade food with some sand in it. Yeah, I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna message you this in the messenger. Why are you still chewing on that food right now? I think that happened. (laughs) That started like over two minutes ago. Why are you still eating? It's really weird. It's really weird. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah, you're making these choices, bro. That's true. Where's the Where's the text conversation? What on Skype? Yeah, it's it's all on a voice call right now. But where are like the messages? I don't fucking other? know. On for my screen, it's the top right hand side. You see a little message bubble. I don't know what it looks like for you. Okay, cool. There the fuck we're talking about Skype on a podcast right now. Oh crap! I saw one. Oh, sorry. I, I was just trying to send you. <laughs> I was trying to send you a picture of the Frankfurter Mann Kaiser. Frankfurter Mann Kaiser. Yeah, it's not ahead. the one I sent you. It's uh, it's that. Okay, it's it's the last one. Facebook. Okay. Content not found. What are you doing? Oh no. Yeah, you can click on it. Okay, Nate. This sounds like a good investment for our uh, podcast time. Okay, I'm now. sorry. We can just always cut this out. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I used to. What? I don't really, I don't really edit shit very much anymore. I, I want to keep it fucking real. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's pretty easy just to chop out little bits here and yeah, there. Yeah, it's just... easy. Yeah, it's easy. But the <laughs> but it's point, not real. yeah, it's not real, baby. Yeah, but you you just leave stuff in that I would say and like make me sound bad. 
I won't make you sound that's bad. That's a joke sometimes. You make you sound bad. Oh, that's actually true. I guess that's the theory behind it. If I don't touch it, then it's not on me, baby. Well, you did edit it, so I sound like a neo-Nazi one time. I did that. That was in the past. Yeah. You're right. I did that. <laughs> I take full responsibility. I made you sound like a neo-Nazi. And then a month later, our young, our youngest brother, Nicholas Rowe, came out as a... I was going to say neo-Nazi. I'll say a white nationalist and then i was like oh shit this is way closer to home than i ever thought it would be and i felt really bad about that neo-nazi episode because nick is kind of a neo-nazi yeah is that not true (laughs) nate yeah, I mean, somewhat. You live, you live with him. I live states away. He told me that slavery took away jobs from, like, four farmers in the past. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess economically, to... technically, but, like, still, no one says that unless, you yeah. know, like, they know how bad that sounds. Most yeah. people do. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's true. It's like, oh, um, did you know Hitler was a great artist? Like, why the fuck... Okay, that's fine. Why the fuck are you telling me that? Like, you're defending something you shouldn't be defending. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to hate on the kid, but it's fascinating to me that you live with him and and that... (sighs) He used to be so... Do you remember how liberal he used to be? Yeah. He used to... He was pushing against mom and dad and being like, I'm a liberal, I'm 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 super progressive. And now he's literally he defines as a white nationalist. <sighs> yep. That's a neo Nazi, man. Yeah. What's the difference? He's really bad. I don't the conversations I have with him I don't know. I don't know how he got there. I just encouraged him to do self-education as a kid, and he took it way too far. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I I would make him... I would play, like, Total War with him, get him excited about the lore, and and look up history stuff and facts, and... I don't know. He just... He just took it way too far. So you were his (laughs) Sith master of the neo-Nazi movement. And he killed me and founded its own uh, offshoot, standalone branch of... You were a gray Jedi, and then he was the first Sith. He killed you, and he started the tradition. That's essentially it. So who's going to kill Nick? (laughs) Well, he has to... Will Jenny finally... Our mom, will Jenny finally adopt a Chinese little girl like she's always talked about for the past ten years, and then that little girl will kill Nick and become the next Sith? Yeah, she probably won't be a white nationalist, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, pretty God not. No. No way. Who the fuck... On the real sauce, who is really okay with Trump? I feel like everyone who says they're okay with Trump is just trying to cover their own asses. Like, are you seeing what this motherfucker is doing to Korea, to America, to every fucking country on the goddamn earth? Like, who is really like, oh... Uh, that's the decision I would have made. Trump made the decision <laughs> I would have made. Get off your high horse. G- just give it up because he's labeled a Republican. Doesn't mean you have to support this goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know what to run for as, I mean. 
He's a reality TV star. Mom yeah. and dad used to make fun of his ass. I'm, I'm gonna okay. To you, I'm gonna take a deep breath right now because I'm, really, I'm getting a little bit excited. <laughs> Mom and dad used to make fun of Trump when he was just a reality TV star on The Apprentice, and then once he became the a candidate, they still made fun of him. But then once he became the Republican candidate, they were all about backing his his ass. And then once he we won, they were like, oh, we won too. But at the heart of the issues, I really don't think that mom and dad are about Trump. I think they're about the concept of being conservative. And he's the closest association they have to that. What do you think, Nate? Yeah. He would still say how some things Trump's is doing because he was, you know, USDA for a while. It was like benefiting their department or whatnot. But I don't know. I was in Kentucky for a while recently, and uh, definitely Trump supporters there, especially the older people. Listening to some people justify what they think about him, trying to say why they follow him. What do they ridiculous. say? Oh God! Uh, one guy was like, "Well, whatever you say about me, I'll at least say like he's." I don't know what what's it called like stirring the frying pot like somehow like he's he's getting people talking he's he's starting like he's asking the real questions and like firing people up and stuff <laughs> like I don't know there's like he he's he's doing what none he's doing unprecedented stuff to get people's attention well, that's and call true. people he's out. doing unprecedented stuff he's <laughs> a fucking orangutan posing as a human being <laughs> so that's unprecedented I heard a theory from one guy at the house that said uh, they, they, he didn't think he actually wanted to win. Like this guy was had like three master's degrees in history and whatever, and he he said it would be cool if like Joe Biden ran and won. Uh, he said it was a really self-made man took the bus to work every day with all the common people, just yada 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 all this stuff. But uh, he was saying that he didn't actually think Trump wanted to win. He just wanted all the attention. Even South Park made fun of that. Because when he did win, they had to remake the episode in one night because they made the episode where yeah. Hillary won. No, uh, yeah, notoriously. The guy was like just completely shocked. You know, Garrison, the stand-in, was completely shocked and was just like suddenly conformed to it. And he was trying to throw the election, you could tell. Like in, in, in South Park, he was trying to throw the election by saying all this stuff. Like, how are you guys still supporting me and cheering for me? And I'm going to say all and says right. all this stuff. But uh, yeah, and then he just like was like, oh, well, I'm president now, so I guess I have to through this but i don't think he actually wanted he's wanted the attention and money because a lot of it was about making money in the campaign well of course i mean yeah it's yeah, capitalism it, like he is the the antichrist of socialism and the christ of capitalism he is the concept the ideal the fucking archetype of capitalism he is a shitty motherfucker. He sucks dick that doesn't want to be sucked. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he is. He's stirring up wars with, like, fucking North Korea because he knows that he can just go down into his little fucking bomb shelter and he'll be safe. What a selfish son of a bitch. Why are you talking shit about North Okay, I'm getting too balled up. I'm getting too excited. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nate. No, you can, you can go on. That's good. How the f- how the fuck did he get it become our president? 
<laughs> Let's elect uh, Tila Tequila as our next president, and and uh, we'll just you know what the fuck ever a reality TV show star thinks is what we'll all just conform with because they happen to be within our bipolar, uh, you know, system of. Uh, of a, of what we call democracy, which is actually just a bipolar a bipolarisan system, a, a bipolar partisan system. Yeah, and uh, crap. What was I going to say about him? Oh yeah, all the hypocrisy, like everything he made fun of and attacked President Obama for on Twitter before he was president. He has done. There's literally a site that counts. There's a Trump site I found on Reddit. Well, link on Reddit, and it counts like all of his hypocritical tweets and how much money he spent on golf. Like that was one of the things he criticized President Trump for, and then within the first two months, he spent more than Obama did in like the eight years that he was in office. Yeah, on that. And also, he has people visit his hotels and stuff for all the presidential meetings, mm. so it's making money on it. Yeah, it's just so like there's there's no ethical justification for this motherfucker like it's so upsetting dude like he is he is the worst representation of america he's a joke and i think the only reason that so many progressives are just sitting on their asses and not getting up in arms about this shit and not just storming the fucking white house is because it's hilarious it really is. It is fucking absurd. How? What? Who? When? Where? Why? Yeah, mom said. Uh, I was like, he's not even a politician. Like, he doesn't know how politics works or anything about anything about the countries like that he's going to be addressing or anything. And she's like, that's what we need. And I'm like, no. No, you need someone who knows how to run the office of president of the United States, not someone who has never even been mayor. Mom hated Trump when he was a reality TV show star. And then once he became the runner for the fucking, you know, he once became the candidate for the for the Republicans, she started to turn. And I feel like that's I'm not hating on mom. I love Jenny. I love her. I love her. La 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 love her. She is the model woman in my mind. But, and, the fact is that she flipped just because he became entitled the Republican candidate. She used to hate that guy, rightfully so, because he was a fucking dumbass. Yeah. (laughs) And also, uh, like, anything Fox News says, she'll support. Well, that's all, yeah, that's all she watches all day long. (laughs) I wonder how that happened because she, when when she was a kid, there was three channels on TV. They had just come out with VHSs when she was a teenager. So, like, how did she get to the point to where she had to be sucking on the nipple of Fox News twenty four seven? Because that's what she does, and she loves it, and she's not ashamed about it. And sorry, mom, for talking about you sucking on nipples. <laughs> I love you, Jenny. Yeah, yeah. It's she'll never listen to this. I told her not to. Limbaugh. I told her to... Oh, Rush Limbaugh, you're right. She listens to Rush Limbaugh, and I can't stand that guy. He says so many racist things. Rush Limbaugh? Why are the Indians, why are the Indians complaining? They have all the casinos now. Please don't quote Rush Limbaugh <laughs> to me right now. <laughs> I'll confuse it with Nick. 
Sorry, Nick. I think he'll change. I believe. I believe Nick will change. <laughs> Do you think he will? He can only change somewhat. <laughs> A lot of it's too set in stone. I'm just saying his whole he, life. His whole high, life has been researching this shit and trying to like build up to this point. On YouTube, though. Yeah. His only references are fucking YouTube videos. You know, I'm just saying, if he could go from so liberal to so fucking conservative, like, beyond conservative, like, I don't have a, I don't have an, I don't have a stated issue with conservatives, but if if anyone identifies as a white nationalist, then even without knowing that person, even without having, you know, confronted the meeting them and their essence, I, I have a problem with them because they identify like that. It's like if you if you say, oh, I'm a KKK Klansman, I'm going to have some bias, some jadedness going into that interaction. But like if he could swing from super liberal to white nationalist, a.k.a. super fucking racist, I feel yeah. like he, he could swing back. He's only like, what, 13? Uh, uh, he's 14. Wait, is he 15 now? Well, he's gone. He's, he's gone. It's, it's worthless. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure once he's an adult, what Carrington said was he just needs to, he'll just find a, he'll find a black woman one say someday and he'll he'll learn about like love and how it's beyond like all that whatnot yeah. and I don't even know if he likes girls though. Like, have you ever heard him talk about having a crush on a per a person? Like no or boy or he, he might be asexual. <laughs> he may be an asexual being. I've never heard him express any sort of like sentimental interest, much less sexual interest in a, a person. Period. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty true. He, he did talk about how how other like girls. Someone was like, "Oh, she has a crush on you," and he was like, "Oh, okay, whatever." Can I tell you? <laughs> the the worst story that I could tell you, according to our parents, like, I, mom and dad heard this story and they're like, never ever say this. So I feel like I have to tell you. Okay, tell me. Maybe I maybe I've told you before. Okay, so I took Nick to see our family practitioner doctor. I'm not gonna say his name. You know who he is, Doctor M. And while we were there, Nick's Nick was. The reason I took him there, I was off work, and Nick was off of school, and I took him to the doctor, and he had an an extreme pain in his nethers, in his yeah. testicles. Do you remember this? Yeah, I think I might. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the story for the sake of the listeners. So he was like, I have a, a really bad pain in my you know in my testicles and my balls, and the doctor said. He's a loving doctor. Does he need a He's discharge a or something? He said, yeah. He said, you need to masturbate more. He said, you need to release that buildup. You know, it's a logical thing. It's That's how it yeah. works. And so Nick was like really embarrassed. And I said, and, and the doctor walked out of the room. And I said, Nick, you know, it's nothing to be embarrassed about, man. Like, that's a medical diagnosis. Like, he, you need to figure out what you like. And get your, you know, please yourself to it or whatever. Like, get your release off of it. And so we, we went back home. We Right when we walked in the door, I said, Nick, go to your room. Lock the door and jack off. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have said that, but he laughed. He thought it was funny. And then mom, mom got home from work 
and she was like, what, what happened with the doctor? And I alluded to it. I didn't tell her directly, but I was like, yeah, uh, Nick needs to like take care of his, his, uh, masculine needs or tendencies more often. And she got so upset and she just like stormed into his room but oh God. the doctor said he needed to jack off more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an actual thing. That was real. It was probably a, too long of a story, but it was. A f- that said, it's like natural to have it happen, you know, in your sleep, like in wet dreams. But that doesn't take care of itself altogether. But no. Nick and I have talked about masturbation before. Like he told me the first time he he orgasmed and it was like so much that he fell to the floor and like was vomiting oh fuck what yeah, what yeah. The fuck? so i feel like that happened after you, told <laughs> him you to? take this out <laughs> so i so okay the complete story is <laughs> the doctor said you should jack off more i jokingly said nick go to your room and jack off and then you walked in and he was vomiting on the floor no, and no. jizzing out his dick <laughs> I didn't walk in, he told me. No, that's not how I'm remembering it. <laughs> okay, because I thought you actually interpreted it that way. Because if, if you heard it that way, then that makes sense why you want to omit it. But uh, I was I just... was just rewriting history. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. He vomited the, yeah. the first time he jerked off. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we're the worst big he brothers. He, he tried we for like two and a half Two and a half to three hours. <laughs> the doctor told him to jerk off. He tried for three hours. <laughs> and then he ended up vomiting on the floor. Oh, no. Dude, we're the worst big brothers ever. <laughs> By the time he's at least 40, he'll have heard this. Like, there's some point in the future when he's going to listen to this and fucking hate us. <laughs> he vomited and jerked off. <laughs> Yeah, because he, he and I were talking, and we we got we talked about a lot of stuff that night. We're also talking about like how big my dick is, and I, I've what? measured. And, yeah, yeah. Wait, you got to back up there. It's eight inches. Okay, so what? <laughs> Why is that important to you? <laughs> because uh, Nick and I—I I don't know how we got on the topic, but we we're oh, talking you don't about know how it. You got into the topic. Yeah, somehow. No, no. This this was an actual conversation we had, and <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And because we talked about he's he's like first time he came, and then like sizes and whatnot. Because you and I even kind of talked about this when Carrington was like, "Oh, does it run in your family or whatever?" And I was like, "Not sure." Stop. And then he told me about when you sent that one pic. When whoa, whoa, was, does what run um, in, run in your family? Big How, dicks. <laughs> so eight is big. Is eight inch? Yeah, I thought. I don't know. She's that was the second biggest she's ever been with. It's, yeah, it's not bad. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I read the average is five online. Oh, okay. Whatever. Go ahead. What do you mean? Whatever. You can you can look it up. Yeah. Sure. I mean. Wh- yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. So it is big. So I, I feel so good about myself because I'm fucking nine inches. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. My, my little brother told me that I have a larger than average dick. Thank you so much. No problem, Please continue. Man. But, uh, yeah, that was just, like, the topic of everything we got on that night. Uh, that, and, like, the first time he did. And that's the thing. I don't know if if he, like, watched porn or something, because that would probably help. But I don't, if you're not, if you don't know what you're attracted to, you know, like, would that really help? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. To get, 
to get into the fucking muck, you know, I think that, um, for me, mental fantasies are, are, are more effective than actually watching porn because porn is like so cheesy. It's so, it's so poorly acted. Maybe it's cause I'm a theater kid. <laughs> it's just like so, oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's like, okay, we need to recast this, this version right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was a regular thing. And I don't know how soon after that was, uh, after you guys had that doctor visit. Yeah. But I thought he did have that like testicle problem where they were too large or something. Was that because he wasn't <laughs> that testicle problem? That testicle problem. <laughs> what? Where they were too large. Oh, I got a real issue. <laughs> I've never jerked off, and so my balls are so big. Um, dude, why don't you just try jerking off once? <laughs> that testicle problem. The, I literally, mom got Nick out of school so I could take him to the doctor who <laughs> prescribed, who literally prescribed him jerking off. <laughs> To solve the issue of his testicle problem. <laughs> that That's real. That happened. Mom got yeah. him out of school. Oh, oh, baby, I'm so sorry that your genitals are hurting. I take him to the doctor. The doctor says, you need to start jerking off, bro. You're fucking 13 years old. And then I, t- I vaguely mentioned it to mom. And she was so upset. And she stormed into his room and flung the door open to make sure he wasn't actually jerking off. <laughs> which was the prescription. <laughs> For his issue, for his <laughs> ailment. Oh, uh, that is horrible. That uh, I don't. I know it's all from her religious beliefs and obviously how she was raised, but I don't know how you can be so against that. Like, 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 don't all men masturbate at some Nate, point? Like, like what? I I shouldn't even. Well, I started it, so I have to finish it. Okay, this, this is a poor choice. What? Let's I, hold up. Let's take a breath together. Okay. Three, yeah. two, one. <sighs> one time, I found mom's vibrator. Yeah. Oh yeah, you told me. Oh. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people yeah, so. people masturbate. That's just. I'm not saying that any specific person masturbates more than another person. I'm saying that people. Masturbate. That's just a yeah. fact. Yeah. That's how you know what you like, what you dream about, what you fucking... Yep. Yeah. Yep. I... I, that, I don't know. Why is she attacking it so much, then? It's fear. It's fear. Bro. What percentage of the people that you know who are religious who base their decisions, their life decisions, off of their religious convictions, what percentage of them are doing it out of fear of a father-like God or of a judge-like creator? Like, uh, to to me, it's like 98% of the people that I know who are religious are doing it out of fear of either how other people see them within their congregation or or fear that God is going to look back on their records and send them to hell forever. Yeah, but she would know that God knows she does it, so why would she attack Nick's thing? Because she's hiding it better than he is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
guess I kind of get that. You don't have to. That's my opinion. You don't have to agree. Make your own yeah. opinion. No, it's just about that specific topic since she doesn't. I wish I didn't bring that up. No, but I already knew. You already told me. I guess I did. But I wish I didn't say it on a a live podcast that she could (laughs) potentially listen to. Uh, Well, I don't think she would confront us about that, actually, to be honest. No, (laughs) she would bury that (laughs) shit. (laughs) Bury it. Oh, fuck. I almost said a really bad joke. Okay. (laughs) Well, you still have time to restrain yourself from at least one thing you don't want to be said. Bury it with Delilah, the dead dog. (laughs) That was the joke. I was almost glad that dog died. Whoa! (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You were glad that the dog died? (laughs) She was a bad dog. Like She had (laughs) mental (laughs) issues. (laughs) Yeah. She literally wasn't not licking something. <laughs> she was constantly wetting the environment with her saliva. She was just constantly licking every, every yeah. fucking thing. Like, it had to be this worse nervous behavior somehow originated from her childhood. Because she always, every second of the day, would be licking something. Bro, how nervous. What... On the realness, what circumstance would lead you to where you felt like you had to be constantly licking everything around you? Like, tell me, please tell me, what thing would make you be to where you had to lick every fucking thing around you? I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. Well, does the problem have to be related to the licking, or... I don't know. Whatever mental space would take you to the place to where you had to be licking... <laughs> licking every piece of furniture, every human, every animal around you. I don't know if I felt... I don't know if it would be trauma. It's just like, what am I trying to get from it? Like, there's some kind of salt <laughs> that I need to absorb... Or something. Oh, that's so logical. Is this nutrient I lack, and I have to find it in the environment? That's so logical. I wouldn't in a more emotional <laughs> direction. I was thinking, like, I'd have to be like... You had a bad eating out experience? It was... That's where I was going, yeah. Like, I couldn't satisfy someone with my tongue, so now I always have to lick everything around me, like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just like I have to justify my my tongue is worth existing. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> what a weird creature! I know it just couldn't be a pleasant existence. I love you, Delilah. When you really you think, fucking about weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it really, I don't know. It's a weird. I, like I said, I just don't think that creature had a pleasant life. <laughs> no, it would suck to be that dog. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it recently how it's crazy that, you know, we live in this century and, you know, we're, we're intelligent enough to appreciate all these things. Like we have human interactions and socialize and we all live in houses and we have this perfect air conditioned world. 
And it's just crazy what we all experience. But it's also interesting that we brought some animals along with us to experience that. Because, like, cats are extremely intelligent. Dogs are fairly intelligent. Like, they get to just not have a job, get all the free food in the world, don't have to try anything. If the owner is good, you can just, like, play with them a lot and take them to the park. You get air-conditioned houses and the, not you know, 95-degree weather. Yeah. If I could choose my next reincarnation, I would be a domesticated dog. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's no just question. so easy for them. Except crazy not, that- not a lap dog that licks everything around it. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. only exception. I would want to like be a farming dog or something Ooh, where I felt like I had a purpose. A lassie? Yeah. Ruff, ruff. What is it, lassie? Ruff, ruff, ruff. Oh, Timmy's stuck in the well? Ruff, ruff. Okay. Yes, that. Okay. Like that, they're, they're pretty... Yeah, it's pretty interesting, like how intelligent they are, and <clears throat> we just like bring them along for the ride, and how how one what's it called? Uh, where it's mutually beneficial relationships between creatures, a uh, uh, symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting how we have as humans have progressed so much, and then they can take advantage from that also. Yeah, and that dude, how did the, how the fuck did we get from a wolf to a chihuahua? How yeah. did we? selectively you know through human hybridization come up with a fucking chihuahua out of a wolf like what if we did that what if we did that to like i don't know a llama or a whale or you know a narwhal anything what if we did that shit selective you know evolution or whatever to some other creature like how the fuck weird would that shit turn out yeah, <clears throat> and it's weird that, yeah, we did that. Like, we've essentially created their subspecies. Yeah, that's creepy. But it's also weird to think how they're, you know, somewhat, to some extent, sentient, like us, and, like, how they do have their own mind and their own thoughts well, sure. and dreams and whatnot. It's just yeah. weird to think about that, because we think we're really unique alone as humans, especially with speech and our thought. But elephants have, like, three times as many brain cells as us. Yeah. Like, like, one elephant learned how to pick the lock on his cell, and he picked all the locks on the other elephant cells. Right, them. yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. Yeah, and they, they hold funeral services for their own dead. They have their graveyards and shit, like... Yeah. We, don't, no we think we're so special, but we're not. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're little baby ant baby bugs. Yeah, they they might be in some ways more intelligent than us, I'd say. Yeah, like little ant baby bugs. <laughs> but like having speech and everything definitely yeah. uh, sets us apart yeah. for a lot of thinking. Yeah, like little ant baby bugs. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Is is that a reference to a movie? It's a reference to Bugman, who is a a comedian. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I just don't get it at all. I know. I'm being weird. It is one one thirty five a.m. for me. Is it the same for you? Yep. Okay. We should probably wrap this up soon. We're at uh, uh, an hour and 15 recording. Huh. Even with that break? Yes. Even with the break. Okay. All right. Well, that works for me. I mean, I feel like... 
we went in such a non-direction that we can easily pick it up and go in a any direction. That's true, but that that probably could be enough for an episode on its own too. Oh, oh, duh, yeah, easily, easily. So, do you just want to end it here then? Yeah. Um, how should we end it? What should we say? Should we should we make up a catchphrase? I don't know. What do we used to say on bipolar agnostics? I'm Nate Rowe. Well, we had the intro Rowe, thing, and this is bipolar agnostics. Is that yeah. It? Yeah. Wait, is this action episode for? What was this an episode for? This will be on Air of Grievances. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could also release it on Bipolar Agnostics if you wanted. Should we? Yeah. yeah. We, we should do that. Yeah. Why not? So Bipolar both? Agnostics was was the jumping point for me to, to, to start Air of Grievances. And since then, man, like that shit has been so fucking unreal. Interviewing Jay Baker, you know, uh, Barry Taylor... Joey Spenson, like all these people who I, I kind of idolized. Yeah, how how'd you get in contact with them? Twitter, by yeah. dropping names. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Wow, that's crazy. I know it's crazy. Uh, so, do you think you think this would help me, like, be established if you want to do a what? Like, because you're interviewing by another like big podcaster. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. So let's do this. I'm Caleb Rowe. I'm Nate Rowe. And we are the bipolar, bipolar agnostic, agnostic, atheist, yeah. non-post-Christian motherfuckers. And remember that Nick is a quadru- trigendered quadrosphere. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording now. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nate. Happy birthday to you. A post-Christian production.